If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba da ba ba ba. Anyway, how are you, Matthew? <laughs> Dude, I'm chilling. You know, just uh, just rhyming and stealing and uh, just all, all of it. Wait, wait, you just say you're rhyming and you're stealing? So, like, you're stealing yeah. rhymes? Yeah, I'm stealing them, and I'm, they're mine now. Cool. All right. Well, some, people, we... some, people, some people, you know, get ghostwriters. I ghostwrite for others and then steal the rhymes, and then I use them myself and then they steal them from me it's like a per- perpetuating cycle really i have no idea what the fuck you just said i am god <laughs> that's not true you're talking <laughs> to him right now oh my god Come what on. what a what a goof what an asshole anyway now that we have the the um what's the word i'm looking for intro no now that we have the <laughs> awkward part out of the way uh and the people have already left <clears throat> you know what i'm talking about um <laughs> we can guess the, how you been man i haven't spoken to you since uh last year dude i haven't slept in like three days it's great i didn't ask about that well that's how i've been no 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 no. that you did ask i don't care i was joking <laughs> why would you say it so sincerely then you tricked me because i'm a very good actor <laughs> oh man just like kevin spacey objectively a very good actor terrible what'd you say you said you're he's a good person no, that's not you what just, I said. You just said Kevin a, Spacey, the pedophile, is a good... Did you just say that? I said not that, actually. So you said that? No. Um. So, Matthew, I recommended a movie to you. No, I, I recommended a movie to you, sir. Ah, it, yes. was, it, it was called uh, My Dinner with Andre. The Giant? Starring... starring the real life name like their names in the movie yeah, are the same I know. as real life yep. wallace sean and andre gregory andre about Godella. two men who uh decide to have dinner together <laughs> uh so uh what did you think of my dinner with andre matthew i have to say without a shadow of a doubt that this is the fucking uh, it's a good movie hey there we it's, go it's, it's a good movie i knew you would like it it was a it was a good movie yeah let me okay i'm uh, throughout this entire top i think this will be a long t- topic um, yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna sure. go on a few monologues mm-hmm. i will let you know when i do uh when i go through the monologues do not interrupt because they're because once you get the full story then we could have a conversation about it okay but i'll let you know like it's not happening now but um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a no. It was a good movie, man. Um, 
I, I had this whole planned out the way I was going to introduce it and like how I normally do. I just forgot how I was going to do it. So, yeah, but it, it was a, it was a good movie. Um, I was watching it last night um, and I went on a trip for 30 minutes because, quite frankly, I had no idea what the fuck Andre was talking about. Mm-hmm. So for the first 30 minutes, I'm watching this uh, and I picked a horrible way to watch it. Because yeah. I do this with a lot of movies, especially the ones that you pick. Um, and this is like the ones you pick aren't really the ones to do this with. But mm-hmm. I'll be lying down in bed, about to go to sleep. I'm not about to go to sleep, but I'm like, okay, I'll watch the movie and then go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's not what you should do with this movie at all. Um, no, I did the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting there in bed and I'm, I'm a little tired, but nothing like, like not even close to how I was with Eyes Wide Shut or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I'm watching the movie and I'm like, yo. What the fuck is he talking about? And then I, 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 I do this thing where I haven't done this in a while. I just stare. But I, I'm not I'm not listening to what he's saying. I'm just listening. You know when you just listen to noise? You know it's uh-huh. words, but you're just listening to noise. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing that and just looking at him thinking, what am I looking at? Like, I actually went on a trip without getting high. Genuinely, this was the weirdest thing. By the way, f- uh, okay, we're not close. We're one minute away. Um... <laughs> This was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. The first 30 minutes, I had no idea what the fuck was happening. Stopped watching it because I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep throughout it. Wanted to get interested in it. Fell asleep, woke up, watched it during work, mind you. I was working and I was like, you know what? Let me just put the movie on. Mm-hmm. I stopped working and watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, as, as uh, you know, David Lynch would want it to be experienced. Yeah. He did not direct it, but he, you know, he'd be a fan of the way you did that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was it was good. Mm. Enjoy. Yeah, it. and so we should tell the audience, uh, all three of you, that uh, the reason that y- you were probably confused, confu- because like this isn't going to be a regular podcast, because like there's no like, oh, okay, I wouldn't say there's no visual storytelling here. Like you need to pay attention to what the characters are talking about at all times, because that's the movie. Yeah. The whole movie is two people having dinner with each other. And like that, like that's it. And then Fuck they talk, you. and then it's over. Fuck you. But no, is that uh, what I said? I, oh, who cares? Go ahead. Oh yeah, it's yep, yeah, yeah, right on time. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I didn't see this movie either. I knew about this film because yeah, this this is the first. I don't see the movie before I recommend it. But yeah, I I saw the, a parody of this movie on the show Community. <laughs> So I knew what it, the basic premise of it, and I saw clips of it, so I was just interested, right? And similar to you, I was watching it for the first 30 to 40 minutes, and I was like, oh, God, why did I recommend this? <laughs> like, straight up. No, and I think me and you, and I'm, I'm so glad you said this, I think me and you started loving it at the exact same time. Because the beginning of this movie, he is talking about, like, him being, like, a performer, for like yeah. a certain like for like a like going across the world and being like a performer right and he did all these performances with people and it's like okay like what and like i'd start to like zone out but then he'd be like you know it's uh it's very similar to like concentration camps in a way yeah and and you're and only, wait, you're like wait wait, wait what <laughs> and then the thing is uh the other character the wally character He's like an audience surrogate. So you're just watching him. And at the every time Andre says something like that, it cuts to him and he's like, wait, what? But he doesn't say anything. So you're just listening to this man. At a certain point, you're like, okay, like, where is this going? And then, 
like the whole the first 30 to 40 minutes it's like them in the restaurant you hear background noise everything and then there's yeah there's a part where he starts talking about being buried alive yes and the camera starts yes. zooming into his face and he's like and he, he's just pure terror explaining how in a performance he like like t- like tried like being buried alive like for a performance and it gets so intense and as an audience you're like what the fuck and then he go and then he goes yeah i feel like i've wasted my entire life and then the movie gets amazing yep that's that's exactly that's exactly literally and then it everything up to that point you finally are like oh i get it now yep that's the exact point i was like when he started that's literally where i stopped too i stopped like five minutes before that and i'm like okay let me start watching so then he starts talking about him he, he keeps talking and i'm just like what the fuck am i supposed to be doing and yeah, it's then, a lot of stories about him and like a monk and him like some of it's kind of interesting like some of it he talks about like like he hallucinated like uh like a spirit in front of him telling him he's okay or something and you're like huh like that's weird but it's not until like he talks about getting buried that you're like wait what the fuck yeah yeah and when right when he starts talking about being it's funny because i started paying attention i didn't pay attention when he was like and i got buried alive i got paid attention like a minute or two before then i was like all right let me let me start getting into the into the focus of, of this movie and then he starts leading up to it he's like yeah i went to this place and i i think it was when he said i was blindfolded that i started paying attention uh-huh. it was like they put a blindfold over me you know they put me they were i was butt naked <laughs> butt ass naked fucking yeah just chilling there and i'm like oh he's in a, he's about to be in a cult or some shit he's about to do some yeah, crazy yeah. shit and that's when i started paying attention and then that's when the movie had me hooked yeah and then you realize because the whole theme of the movie after that point like the next hour they're basically talking about like the the first 40 minutes he's talking about like the performance group he was in and then the rest of the movie is talking about the performance we as people put on yeah basically so it finally you get and like that 40 minutes and i feel like if i rewatched the movie i would like see like little things like that and i that 40 minutes would seem like way better because i know what it's building up to basically yeah like it, it at first you're like dude what the fuck like why like i regretted recommending it for the first 30 minutes because i was like oh fuck like did i like did i think this was something else like nope this is exactly <laughs> what i what i wanted to recommend the, yeah, the reason I stuck through with it was because you told me, like, oh, they have a conversation like how you and I would have. So I was like, all right, I'm waiting. Because right now, at this point, he's having a monologue. He's not having a conversation. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let me wait till they start talking. And then they started talking. I was like, bloody fucking brilliant. No, like, literally, as we as an audience are, like, really engaged in it. Because beforehand, the narrator's, like, like he start or the main character, he starts, like, narrating, like, during certain parts of his conversation, right? And then after that point, he doesn't, like, narrate until, like, literally the last scene of the movie. Like, yeah. he is engrossed in Andre's conversation, and he just kind of, like... Uh, like, Andre will, like, talk for, like, 20 minutes about this one thing, and he'll be like, oh, okay, uh, what you do after that? Yeah. Like, that's it. And then after a certain point, like, Andre goes, yeah, I've wasted my entire life. Just starts talking about all this shit, and then slowly you see the main character kind of, like, engage with him in like a dialogue yeah it was very similar to like have you ever had to read like socrates dialogues for like english class or whatever mm, Socrates, no or like plato like any of those like the ones where it's like plato like talks to socrates about like something and it's just like socrates just talks 
and like the other person agrees and then like he'll like disagree at like the very end about something like it felt very much kind of like that to me right but like yeah i mean we can kind of get into like because this is gonna be weird to talk about because it's not like we're talking about a yeah that's plot. the movie the, the movie's done right there the plot we just explained everything they they literally go the man has dinner Mm-hmm. with an old friend that he doesn't want to have dinner with yeah he he's like he heard he lost his mind i think one of the first uh lines in the movie is yeah apparently uh andre was like seen like crying whatever man something like wrong must have happened to him yeah so that's the movie he has dinner and literally the conversation is over dinner which is amazing the way they the way they directed it was beautiful yeah amazing um because because it, it's so straightforward and then yeah it just it knows when to zoom it, it picks the correct framing for like every single like line of dialogue like it's it but let's just like get into it so like do you remember like the first thing they like really talk about my big thing so i wrote down a few points because this was a big thing okay so awesome. i wrote them down so the, the first thing that i wanted to address let me pull up this note it was, I wrote down, see things that they want to see. Mm-hmm. So, meaning, I think he used the doctor example, right? Or things of things in similar of that nature. So, the doctor thinks that the person is healthy, even though they only looked at the arm. Uh-huh. That, that conversation, remember that? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So to me, this was fascinating because this is true. But do you have okay? Before I we go into this, do you have some like a person that you agree with mostly, or you you're stuck in the middle, or who do you lean towards more? I. The thing is, is that the movie makes compelling cases for both. I I feel like I agree more with Andre, but like not the way. Like I agree with like the fault the flaws he sees, I guess, but I don't think I agree with his solutions. See, I sense. I agree completely with Andre. Okay, yeah, I I just think, yeah, because he he thinks very similar to me. Like obviously, like the character, he like has like a lot of more experience. Like he's more worldly than I am. But like I think we think very similarly. It's just like when he talks about like more, like when we get more in depth, like later in the conversation, like the way he's like we, how we should live our lives now. I feel like is a little flawed yeah so like we can go straight into it i guess yeah the first part basically see things how they how people want to see them mm-hmm. so uh they they live in a fairy world right it's not real they're they're not living their actual world they um the, oh, okay this was the example the perfect one basically he he's gone out he finally comes back to work and and like everyone's telling him oh you look great you look great then the one girl sees him and she's like oh you look terrible and then he goes back and he's like, they were looking at my tan. They were looking at my shirt thinking, oh, yeah, like these things, you look great. But no one actually sees me because people yeah. see the materials. They see the possession, what you have. But no no one's focused on you. They're focused on what you have. And this is completely true in, in modern day. Even This movie is a prophecy. This movie is like, like and it's it's funny that me and you, like, recently i've been talking a lot about like especially with like eyes wide shut and no especially i was thinking about mad men a lot during this like the the kind of like material things like oh they think i i'm successful and good because like i present this like like this wall of like 
like I'm doing well because I have this, but really I am so unhappy. Like I like this movie is full of like just like late stage capitalism stuff. Yeah. Like like oh, I have everything that a person really should want. Why am I not happy? Yeah. You know, like that is literally like like everything Andre says about like, you know, I'm trying to think of it. I'm delirious right now. If you could just like, what does he say exactly about the material stuff? I don't. I don't remember what exact what it, he says exactly. But it was basically like people people pay more attention to it. People care mo- mostly about that. They they use it as distractions. Yeah. They um, they they don't actually. And you could see this based off of the two characters too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll explain this later on, but. That's what mostly it is. People use it as distractions. People look at that. They look at what you have. They then they make the determination. Things of that nature. And it, it's funny too. They didn't talk about this. But that's kind of like how attraction works. You you ever think about that? Because to me, like, it it's very weird how it works. Because when you look at a girl, and when a girl looks at you, typically it's because oh, like she's she's pretty. Or yeah, it's guy. very physical. It's, like yeah. Or attributes at first it's not even physical on to on, of what the person is it's it's physical on like what the person maybe has right mm-hmm. so for a girl it might be oh yeah like he's ugly as fuck but look at the watch he has like he has a rolex or he drives a fucking ferrari so you know he's rich yeah um, they make for, they make like assumptions on your character based on like material things like but ex- like men exactly. and women Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a guy could look at a girl and be like oh she's ugly as fuck but yo she's rich as hell bro like come on now yeah, it, the, these things happen all the time. It's not physical, just in the sense of uh, how you are, but how you yeah, are as like, a person. Yeah, and it extends to like the conversations like you have as, as like a person, like the things you talk about, like in terms exactly. of like I don't think he talks about this, but like the turn, like the kind of like small talk like a person makes, like like does he? I forget if it was this or something else, but like it, it applies. Like, does he talk about um, like? The, the conversation how it extends basically like at this point it's just like oh yeah how was work today fine like does he talk about he that does. I don't okay think i so. may be thinking of another thing but i think it applies like just the the idea of like conversation with like i know he talks about the idea of really being yeah with, yeah, with, with your that. significant yeah. other mm-hmm. and then while uh while he's like well what do you mean like how can we just like be together and not like talk to each other he's like you need to like be comfortable enough to just be like you don't have to talk like you don't have to like do this like you don't have to like have small talk to like be with this person that you're like you know supposed to have a connection with like you two can just be together yeah they 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 mentioned that they constantly what what were we talking about before what did you i I forget that what did you just talk about um oh small talk that's what it was yeah yeah. dude I, i can't stand small talk like literally at work when people because there's a difference between when you ask me like oh like what'd you do like when when justin asked me when you when your friends ask you oh what'd you do because you know they actually care but when you're talking to people that they're like oh how is your weekend it's like they might care sure but like what are you gonna say yeah it was good even if it's terrible right even if i had the worst weekend i always say yeah it was good Mm -hmm. because i don't i don't want to talk about it and you don't care and you're not going to give me a solution so I genuinely like I despise small talk. Like even yeah, the and thing I is, I think too. I think very frequently small talk can be like I think it's a pleasantry more than anything. Like I don't think I think most people when they do that, it's not even they're like, oh like, 
like it's just like a type of thing like oh it would be nice of me to tell him or ask him how his day was you know what i mean right and, and like it just feels like it feels like they like have to you know yeah what I mean? and that's what that's what i don't like it's because especially if you're let's say we're talking to somebody right like brand new small mm-hmm. talk is fine because you don't know you have to pick something to latch on to that's fine but when i'm at work or something like that and people do uh pleasantries like that it just pisses me off right if i go to my manager's desk for the first time she's like about to tell me something she's like oh wait 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 how was your how was your weekend it's like that I, I understand what you're trying to do but like just get to the fucking point like what do you need from me right i'm at work like let's keep yeah. this shit moving um because there's a time to talk i'm not saying like never talk to your boss never talk to your manager things like that but there's a yeah, time but and there, a place. there are some ways you can be more substantial with the things you're talking about you know what I mean? Exactly, and, it, yeah. and it can be hard, especially when it's, like, a person you don't know at all. And I think yeah. they talk about that as well. Like, a person you don't know. Like, it can be hard to, like, find a substantial connection with them. But, like, sometimes you just, like, have to, you know? Yeah. And I think and that- uh, I think another thing, like, it, this whole thing connects to is that when this, like, this part really hit me was when Wally was talking about he's, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? I think he was talking about when his wife would, like, go to parties and she would say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a secretary. Or, oh, yeah, I work at this, like, low-end job. Like, people in parties, like, their face would look excited to talk to a new person. And then you could just see them, like, disappointed. You know what I mean? I'll I'll get into that now because that was another point I had. It was later down. But we can talk about that right now. Um, Yeah, yeah. It was uh, difference, difference in speaking. That's what I wrote down. Now... I will get into a monologue soon about this, but it, but it goes on to your point where it's you're excited to talk to someone based off of like things you things you guess, right? You yeah. know about that person, and then when you figure out who they actually are, mm-hmm. you look you judge them in a way, and you look down on them pretty much. Uh, yeah, like uh, they don't care about like your character, and they, exactly. they they come with a set of expectations, and when you don't like fit them, they're like, okay, well, I don't find value in you now because of that. I think like a good example for this would be, let's say it's a guy who's a nurse, mm-hmm. right? They would say, oh, you're a nurse, not a doctor. And it could be he doesn't want to be a doctor because of multitude of reasons that are yeah. perfectly legitimate. Being a doctor is hard. Exactly. Not even that. It's not even the hardship. It's like other like actual reasons, right? He just doesn't want to be a doctor. Yeah. He And people don't, people don't listen to that. They don't care about that because it's like, oh, this kid doesn't want to be a doctor. He wants to be a nurse because it's easier. Like yeah. that's the... The first thing they go to, I think that's a good example, but the example he gives, which I love because now I'm going on a monologue about this. Mm-hmm. He says, when I enter my apartment or whatever it was, uh, hotel, and the doorman opens the door, he addresses me as Mr. Uh, what's his last name? Uh, Gregory. Yeah, he says, hello, Mr. Gregory. And he says, hello, Jimmy. And he's he basically right away goes, I've just lowered his status. Why? Because he holds the door open for me? Like... What kind of stupid shit is that? I basically treated this grown man who's doing a job as a child because I said mm-hmm. Jimmy instead of calling him Mr. whatever his last name is, giving him the self the same the same respect. Why yeah. isn't he given that same respect? Because he's fucking holding a door open for me? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's and, like social status through dialogue. And and I've seen this for and I, I I don't I'm not a big guy for titles, right? Unless you're the president or like kings back in the day or CEOs, things like that, and even a CEO, but titles don't, I don't care about titles, they're, they're very pointless, mm-hmm. but in some cases, like I mentioned, president, CEO, prime minister, they make sense, based because you're doing a role, 
But I think in our age, there, there's too much dependence on titles. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. At, my, at the first uh, university that I went to, Matthew, mm-hmm. this, this one professor was getting asked a question by a student. The student goes, hey, Miss, uh, Miss C. And the professor stops her from asking the question and goes, no, Professor C. And the student's like, what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Professor C. Or you, and she was like, oh, like, what's the, what's the difference? And she goes, well, saying miss, it, it's rude. Like, you know, like, I'm a professor. You can also call me doctor, but, you know, it's never miss. And mm-hmm. the student and everyone in the class is like, like they're, they're literally like, what the fuck just happened? Because yeah. she didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Mm-hmm. But for her to take it like that, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And so the, you see this prevalent throughout. And it's, it's very stupid and pointless. Because it doesn't make sense. You don't go get a PhD because you want to be called a doctor. And if you do, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. You, you go get a PhD, not even because you want to be qualified. That even shouldn't be the reason. You get a PhD because you're like, yo, either I can get more money or I'm, I'm this, really this is, interested. I, this is my passion. I want to do this for yeah, the rest of my life. I'm really interested in it and I want to keep going and see if I can learn more shit. You don't yeah. go because it's like, oh, I want to be respected. What kind of a fucking moron are you? Well, I mean, that... That can always be a part of it. The main thing should always be like, oh, I want to be. But a I don't. Not, I don't. I, not so you can have the diploma hung up in your fucking office. Yeah, that that also pisses me off anytime I see that. But even then, like, I don't respect you more because you're a doctor. Like, if if I have a kid who's teaching a kid, if I have someone who's teaching me who has a bachelor's degree and someone who has a doctorate. I'm not going to be like, so a doctor fuck face. What'd you, what'd you think about this? Because I don't care about what the bachelor has to say. Like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. No. Yeah, no, exactly. So it, it's And stupid. especially in the context of the film, like, it's just it, him, like, creating those titles. Like, he knew it was, like, wrong to begin with. Because, like, like even in, like, the, like what he was doing, like, he's just a play guy. And then it was a doorman, you know? And for some exactly. reason, he just felt the need to like put him down through dialogue and he didn't even really mean to i that's exactly. that's the funny thing like he said mr gregory he's like oh jimmy like he didn't yeah. call him mr like he felt the need to let him know no you're on a first you're a first name you're not mr anything and it's also it's kind of stupid that we do that anyway mm-hmm. you know like mr is with respect and first name isn't you know like that's that's weird yeah. too in my in my opinion like, I, mean, sense I, when- I mean, in some ways, I guess just saying the name is more casual. Like, you say that with your friends, that, to, like, different than, like, your boss. But I feel like I feel like we've kind of gone away from that in a way, like, some places. But, like, in other Thank places, God. definitely not. Thank God. But, uh, I, and I don't mind, like, like with the teachers, right, when we were, when we were in high school. I never, I, I didn't mind that. Like, that was fine. Because, yes, I, I am beneath you. Because you are the teacher, I am the student. Mm-hmm. Or in some like even the boss and the employee like that's fine if you want respect based, because you are my boss but you're not gonna get you you get the respect because you've earned it not because you are the boss right like I don't I don't give you respect of your because of your title yes and it should never be like that and I in my work experience I've I've had this happen to me too because quite frankly I I don't learn from the shit that I do because I if I if I do some shit is I did it on purpose mm-hmm. so. Um, I had I, I had a problem with my boss. No one knows this, so might as well talk about it on the podcast. There was a problem I had with my boss. Uh, 
but not the manager, like the boss boss, where yeah. she she told me to do something. I didn't do it because like you it couldn't get done. I told her I couldn't do it. She didn't respond. The next day, uh, my manager comes in and she's like, yo, like, yeah, but why didn't you do it? I was like, well, like, I, I couldn't do it. So then she was like, well, you could have asked you could have asked her i was like i did ask her she didn't respond and she was like well she was probably busy with meetings i'm like what the fuck do you mean you just contradicted yourself in the first two sentences yeah like so she's like yeah she's busy you know she's probably doing stuff i'm like that doesn't mean you're not so busy you can't respond to a fucking email and i'm not gonna be like oh i need to i understand that you have to drop everything and do what your boss says but like you're not gonna treat me like shit just because you have a title because you've been alive longer than i have yeah no and it's like that's Anyone who's in a position of power like that, basically bourgeoisie, like type yeah. of like the the boss versus his worker, like that, like that relationship is very much implied in this movie. Like like a lot of like this person has a title, but like what gives them more value over any other person? Really? Yeah, it doesn't. It's literally time and experience. And if you have the same time and experience, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I was just like, what the fuck? Well, that was like a weird thing, but whatever. It didn't matter at the end. Yeah, yeah. does your dog want to get on the podcast too? Yeah, I guess so. I guess he wants yeah, to. Yeah, bring him on, bro. Special guest. Yeah, just have a dog bark and have to talk about <laughs> my dinner with Andre. Get gifty this season at Bloomies, a first of its kind, highly edited new concept store in the Mosaic District. You'll find all the best names in fashion for men and women, like Balenciaga, Givenchy, ALC, Ghani, Golden Goose Deluxe Brand, On Running, and so many more. Just in time to wrap up your holiday shopping and treat yourself to something incredible. Plus, mention this ad and receive a special gift next time you stop by. See you soon at Bloomies. Offer valid one per customer while supplies last. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? Because that was that was my monologue. So, the, the yeah, title no, aspect. it's just like it just keeps going. I mean, I've been reading like a lot of like stuff lately about like basically like you know the realism of like kind of like capitalists, like kind of like like basically bourgeoisie versus you know the worker class in a way, and like that kind of stuff. And that type of stuff's been interesting me lately because like I'm starting to get to the age where, like, me and you are starting to, like, get in, like, the workforce, I guess. Like, actually. Like, not in, like, a seasonal capacity. Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to go get water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just heard, like, a fucking nothing. So, all right. Yeah, you're good, you're good. I'm Uh, back, yeah. Yeah, we're starting to get to a point where, like, we're, like, part of, like, the working class, in a way. So, like, that that relationship just kind of interests me. So, like, that stuff just permeates, like... So as as uh as as we move on to to the next point in the movie, this is our transition. Hope you guys enjoy this transition. You guys like the transition? Uh, <laughs> <it's a> <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. All right. Um, next thing is what I had written down was listen to what others say. Mm-hmm. Now this was an excellent point, dude. The movie has a lot of good fucking points. 
But yeah, uh, I I just like I I want to watch it more than once, and I I was trying to, but I was just so busy. I want to watch it while I'm high. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, or no. on acid. Oh man, that would be a fucking mind fuck. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently, so I looked into some of the behind the scenes stuff for this movie, and it literally was the the two guys, the script writers, the main characters of the movie. They would like talk for like hours and like i guess record it and then they just wrote it down and that was the script basically and then they added like story elements to it uh, yeah dude you know what would be even better what if like director like writers like directors not not actors but genuine like writers slash directors would just do it like it would be a it would be like nolan talking to uh i don't know who who else like who else is like a mind-bending director Nolan and fucking uh, uh, fuck was Terry Gilliam. Yeah, like they're just like fuck sitting it. down having a conversation about crazy shit. I I'd want it to be like crazy ass, but like Terry Gilliam and like David Lynch, like crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. You know those directors who were just like fucking whacked out. Like I want it to be those guys. Yeah. I feel like Nolan's like a really normal guy. He just like has movies that are like kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, the, the next point was, um, l- listen to what others say. So basically, this was, let's say you have, let's say you have something coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the example they gave was that he had this one suit on before the play started, and he had never done it, he'd never used it, he'd never practiced with it, and then people were coming up saying like, oh yeah, like, last time I was in a hat, I almost fainted, or, hey, like, make sure you can hear shit correctly, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But they weren't being condescending, but it's like anybody could, anybody else could twist the words like that and make it seem like that. It could kind of ruin a performance. Yeah. And this is very true because ignorance, I believe, ignorance is bliss, right? It's perfect. So when, and at times I'll genuinely stop myself from saying something to a person who's having something like, like a wonderful thing happen to them because I'm like, I don't want them to start thinking about the bad thing. So Dude, I'll stop. I, I know this from experience talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll start. Wait, I don't remember. What did I say to you? I, I could think of like 10 examples, but we won't say it on the podcast. You, you won't because you can't or like? Because I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So personal shit. Okay. You piece of fucking shit. <laughs> but uh, okay. Yeah. But I, yeah. But like besides with you too, I do this with a whole bunch of people. Where I'm like, all right, let me not say something because I don't want them to think. And it's not like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings because that's not what it is at all. Mm-hmm. It's like something good has happened. I will, I won't mention this because I don't want them to think about that, right? And it's a fine line though between not not wanting to be a prick, yeah. and and not wanting to to ruin their day. Like you don't no. want to create paranoia where like yeah it's they're not, not needed. thinking about it you know exactly you don't want para you don't want paranoia but you want them to be aware there's there's a very fine line between also that. that person like depending on who they are like I feel like some paranoid people they just think about that stuff anyway but like some people they're like why would you even say that fucking asshole yeah like, they, they think you're like Mister Doom and Gloom yeah exactly so it's a it's a fine line but you know there there's shit like let's say you have you have something new coming up that you're not prepared for. I'm not going to be like, oh, are you going to be prepared for it? Like, are you okay? Like, that doesn't fucking help Are, are you sure you can handle that? Yeah. Oh I, oh, I get that a lot. And you know who's the worst? It's probably your mother. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's usually moms. <laughs> yeah. Who are the worst at it. Because mm-hmm. I, 
it's usually them because they're just like, oh, like, are you sure you can do it? Like, I don't, like, are you sure? Like, yes, bitch, calm the fuck now. Stop talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't cut that out. <laughs> I'm not cutting oh, that out at oh, all. We'll, we'll, we'll put a censor bar on there I'll just to make it, it funny. I'll put a censor, but I'm not uh, yeah, cutting yeah. it out. Yeah, you just play like, you fucking, mm, and then I'll be like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, like, it's usually parents that are the worst, and in our case, it's the mom. Usually, I think when it comes to females, it's the dad that's the worst. Yeah, it's like. The opposite gender, which... Yeah. That's interesting, but... You know what my friend told me? What? It's because, like, the crazy one, too. The, the crazy friend. Yeah. Uh, she was, she was like, it's because the, the kids want to fuck the parents. What? what? She needs... Don't... She's probably reading fucking Sigmund Freud, that weirdo. I think she is, too. You know, like, that theory of, like, you want to fuck your mother? Yeah, the... the yeah. Opital complex or whatever? Yeah. And I, and I heard about it before she mentioned it, and I was like, wow, you read these things and you completely believe it because it applies to you because you're fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, no, I no, don't... there's definitely, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Because, like, I don't want anyone near the same qualities as my mother. I don't think you do either. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, like, no, you stupid fuck. Well, maybe the idea is, like, you think you don't, but, like, psychologically no, you keep... No, no, but no, 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 but, like, back of your head, like, I I don't believe in it, because I think Freud's, like, a crazy person, even though, like, yeah. his ideas... His ideas were revolutionary, but, like, similar to, like, old, like, Aristotle or whatever. They were, like, they were a baseline to get the ball rolling. They weren't right. Exactly. But, but I think the idea is supposed to be that, like, you're subconsciously doing it, and you don't you realize might, you are you until someone once... says it. You might want similar things. Like, you can be like, oh, like, I like this aspect of my mom. I would uh-huh. I would like if, like, a, like a girl I that even, I met I don't, even, it, I don't but... even think it's that. I think it's, like, like let's say you're, like, oh, my, like, I, I don't know, like, she's an addict. Like, you date, start dating a lot of addicts. Like, just because you're used to it or something, like, subconsciously. Yeah, uh, you might be used to it, but I think that's that's different, though right maybe because that's uh it could be similar to the the friends you have as well mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't it doesn't imply that you want to fuck your mother that's true fucking freud is that the same freud that has a netflix series oh god i saw that shit looked terrible <laughs> yeah i never i wanted to see it because it's a history piece obviously i like history but yeah no i, never, I didn't see it it looks um, like fucking abraham lincoln vampire hunter or some shit like that Remember I that heard that movie? movie's amazing. Yeah, I'll recommend it. Just kidding. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, where were we? Uh, Mother talk? Things people say. Mm. Yeah, so when when people start saying shit that doesn't need to be said, like, for example, are you really ready for that? Like, then you start doubting. You don't want to take away someone's confidence. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the confident... un, like, there's a difference between, like, you feel like someone's going into a dangerous situation. You're like, yes. are you sure? And yes. someone is going into any situation where they feel like they're going to do a good job. And you say, mm, are you sure you can do that? Yeah. Like, you don't... If, if a kid is like, hey, I'm going to start a company and in two weeks it's going to be fucking great. It's like, no, don't, don't let him... It could be great. No, but like, don't let him yeah, think like, like that. If they're fucking Tom Hatherford from uh, Parks and Rec, where they fucking you watch Parks and Rec, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where That's we my start, brother. yeah, where 
<laughs> We're gonna Aziz and sorry. He's my brother. Yeah, that's that's my brother. No, but he starts the company and then it goes bankrupt in like a week. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know, he probably could have like, used some genuine advice from Leslie Nope. Or or um what's uh the um the manager from Dunder Mifflin? Michael Scott? Michael Scott. He could have used Michael. some advice. Michael Scott. But yeah, I think um yeah, that's my point on it. Should I move on to the next point I've written down for this yeah, sure. brilliant I video? I mean, we we've talked a lot about, you know, uh Sigmund mm-hmm. Freud for some reason. Yeah, motherfucking. Uh, uh walking <laughs> walking <laughs> like zombies. Now this was Oh, this yeah, was, this one uh, I agree with. Yeah, cuz this applies now. Do you have another point about cuz I want to talk about this in depth. The uh the idea of work as like we feel like we need to do work do you have that or should have, we just combine it a, with i have living up to a fantasy which i think goes with that okay yeah we'll just talk about zombies then okay <laughs> so, yeah, so uh yeah you ever play black ops nazi zombies uh, dude that's what we fucking are. good good maps man some good maps <laughs> yeah that's moon. our life bro that's our moon life <laughs> i'm just imagining some like dude like high school jock like bro i saw my dinner with andre nazi zombies bro that's our life bro what can i say <laughs> pack a punch bro we gotta get the pack a punch you know, we gotta turn on the punch power my life. now i'm uh, now i own a business pack a punk a punch <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, uh, what does he say in terms of that? So, basically, he's like, we're we're not really living our life. We're just going through the motions. We're doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think the I think your theory also goes with this. Not not your theory. Um, the the work thing I think goes goes with this as well. Yeah, I'll talk about it in terms of this, but it's like, I feel like, and this is the I think this was the uh, the Marx thing I was talking about earlier, like the. Like, just the idea that we live in basically... Oh, you weren't kidding when you were talking about Marx before? No, no. Well, I'm only kidding when I talk about the gold standard, about how he debunked it years ago. Oh, okay, We'll we'll get past that. But (laughs) fucking, like, the idea of, like, we're kind of, like, Communist talk on the Hollywood Bible. Yeah, fucking uh, the Red Scare going on right now. (laughs) Well, it can't be me. (laughs) So it has to be you. Uh, no, no, it's a front. Like I'm actually, I'm actually an ultra capitalist. It's a fucking double decoy plugged and, and, in by the CIA. Anyway, it's the idea, like the idea of like we kind of like have to do work. Like we feel like we need to in a way. He kind of talks about and like a lot well, of stuff. When you let me let me add on to this right here. What I found fascinating was the um. You know, do you? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna lose mad listeners right now. Okay, listen. Do you do you know about the Anunnaki theory? The, the what? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm gonna... Yo, I hope people don't fucking switch off if they hear this shit. Okay. okay. So, the Anunnaki theory, basically... You know the old stone tablets back in the day, like Mesopotamia and things like that, yeah, where they had sure. the planets, the nine... Okay, you don't. But, basically, there was this stone tablet that had nine planets, right? Nine circles surrounded in a sun, with, the like, the decent size, proportion, everything like that, back in, like, the 5000 BC or whatever. Uh-huh. So people are saying like it was fucking aliens who came down here and they 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 put their DNA with monkey DNA and they fucking created us basically, right? Okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna stop talking about this because it's relevant in this way. Okay, basically they made us. Have you played Assassin's Creed? So yeah. they, I, they, I unfortunately we were, did. We were created as as a as a slave uh, species. 
so we wanted to do work. Basically, the reason I bring this up is because in the comments section of that video, they said, it's funny how if we don't have enough work, we kind of feel like we lose purpose in life. No, it's true. You know what I mean? So like, it kind of, that's the only point I wanted to bring up. Is yeah, that and yeah, like I, I've been reading this, uh, this novel lately. And one of the things it talks about is the idea of like, let's say you're doing like any casual activity, right? Like, let's say that, like, you're, like, playing video games. And yeah. you're just, like, playing. And it's something you enjoy doing. Like, you're not recording. Like, this isn't you recording. Yeah, game. yeah, Like, you're just playing casually, just enjoying yourself. And then you have that thing in the back of your head that's like, oh, man, I'm really wasting time, aren't I? Yep. Like, I'm not doing something. I'm not being productive with it, you know? Like, when it's, like, before... I mean, you could say that we that is kind of the reason we made the podcast in a way like we were watching movies we talked about them we're like fuck it why don't we make a podcast out of it no literally like that's why yeah, like now that, i can't now i can't thing. now i can't play video games without being like i think i told you this i can't play video games without being the, having the urge to record it because i'm like i'm just wasting time yeah no exactly like i i i just as, it's different now in quarantine because like we're supposed to be wasting time basically like we're just waiting for this shit to be over but, like, even then, like, it's, like, I'm, like, shit, like, should I really just be sitting here playing video games? Like, I could, like, be working out finally. Like, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. But, like, you, there's, like, there's, like, this thing going on in our society now where, like, you just can't sit and enjoy something. You have to do – it has to be a part of some productivity. And he really gets it. This is where I really start, like, being, like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. With, like, with Andre is that he's, like, we're doing it to – basically like we're trying we're we we're being force fed to be productive in order to give like higher ups money basically yeah like, like we are at we have to do we're be like bra- i don't want to say brainwashed because it sounds very conspiracy like but i don't think it's like that god absurd. damn it. it it is a conspiracy god no, damn it these I, things happen no i i just think it's like we're we live i hate saying it, we live in a society like <laughs> <laughs> we live in like you know a society that like we have to like keep doing work to like feel productive and like that's what like like society tells us we have to do like if if you're just sitting at home playing like listen to fucking joe rogan recently dude i was just about to bring i was literally just about to bring him up joe rogan recently was like yeah like uh if you're playing video games you know you're not being productive like you're not adding anything joe rogan what what is productive to you like you know getting high and eating elk meat like what is (laughs) like what is considered productive like we just we just chose as as like a you know culture what we consider productivity and then we use it to like either make money or make other people money like if you're not doing those two things you're not being productive now i will i will say uh he he made the right points but not for his argument you know what i mean how the points i i the points i agree with him on are uh because he compared it to uh, doing martial arts Mm -hmm. um and the points I agree with him are that what is more beneficial to you as as a as a time waster, doing martial arts or uh, playing video games? Definitely, it's martial arts because you're uh, doing physical exercises, right? Yeah, sure. So that's but what he said that fucked up his argument was like you mentioned productivity. Yeah. Nothing. Both of those aren't productive. Also, because, you can you can monetize video games. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm getting to right now. So he, he talked about monetization too. 
where he said, you know, if you were if you were good at if you, let's say you do three years of a kickboxing or whatever, you do three years of kickboxing, then you know you're really good at it. You can do a dojo, things like that. And well, you know how hard it is to fucking like do all that shit compared to like me doing what I'm doing and just like yeah. playing games and putting them on the internet. Like that's hard, but it's hard because I don't know how to market it properly, and like the personality isn't fully there. But let's say I start doing it, I learn more about business aspects. I learn more about being sociable because like you're gonna be. People people don't watch people mostly on YouTube because they're good gamers. They watch them because they're funny. No, so true. You start... It's mostly personality. I mean, I feel like exactly. there, was a, there was a point where people watched walkthroughs just to watch there the was, game. Yeah, there was, yeah. There was a point, but that's not really there not anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah. No. So, he, he mentioned productivity, and it's like, well, you're using two bad examples. Because in, it's, it's easier to be more productive in a video game, actually, than it is to be productive doing... It, if I was th- if I was pl- doing three years of soccer and three years of playing video games, what's more productive? It's the video games because with soccer, I'm not gonna go and be a professional player for Chelsea. Yeah, it's not it's not easy to do that. It's actually the hardest thing you could probably do. But it's harder take, than getting the to thing Harvard. Is like just taking it one step further. Like the fact that you, in order to consider it productive, you have to monetize it. Like I think yeah. that's what Andre is talking about in a way because he's yeah. like, oh yeah. Unless you're making money or someone else is making you money. Like, he doesn't say that outright, but he implies it. Like, you're, it's not considered productive. Like, the fact that you're just like, I want to play a video game because I want to enjoy it. And, like, other people be like, oh, shouldn't do that, bro. Like, you're just wasting time. Like, that's, that's, yeah, cause so, that's what, what if up. you, what if you have, like, a, what if, let's say you um, worked, uh, okay, let's say you're CEO, right? You have your own company, your founder. Mm-hmm. You worked uh, 16 hours a week, not 16 hours a week, sorry, 16 hours a day. You you work a long time, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking waste a few hours. I'm not gonna do work. I'm just gonna play a game because if I don't play this game, I'm going to fucking be depressed because I've worked my ass off. Mm-hmm. Is it then not productive? Because you're you're getting something out of it, right? Like yeah. productivity is what you get something out of it. So like, yeah, it's just a, like it it just we live in a culture where you just have to be productive somehow you know like the in, fact in, that you in, even money have, wise the, no the fact that you even have to justify it as like oh yeah like i have to play it to make my stress go down to be more productive like you can't right. just like sit down and be like i want to play this game because well, i, enjoy I, I it. mean i mean I'm, i don't even mean like make yourself more productive no, I mean, no, no, it's no, productive. Like, yeah like i know what you mean but yeah like, yeah just like one step further like yeah, yeah yeah you can't just sit down do it without being either judged or just even worse the voice in the back of your head yo you probably should be doing something else right now dude that vo- that it. voice has got it's like eating my brain oh yeah it because, eats my brain because all the time. because Especially now during, i can't yeah now i can't watch movies without being like oh i should probably like do an analysis on this no same for me too like, like i feel it's like it's getting bad yeah like i'm just like like i'll be like because i think of like movie because like i think about writing a lot but i don't like actually sit down and write but i think about like movie scenes in my head you know what i mean like i think of like things i'm like man i should write that down but it's like i never like find the time to sit down do it and it like kills me like i'm not doing something productive out of it like making a script that i feel like nobody will really read at this point in my life but I'm like, I feel like I need to sit down and write it so it feels like my thoughts are justified in a way, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, that's like fucking crazy. This movie well, is a mind fuck. I think this goes well with the next part, which is, comfort is dangerous. And I have talked. 
this I think that's the scene where I was like, oh yeah, like this is like a conversation me and Rick had. Yeah. Because we, I, you remember, I talked, we, me and you talked extensively about this. Yeah. I, I, do you remember exactly what he says in terms of it, like an example? Because I just remember him talking about it broadly. Cancer. So many lives are touched by cancer. In fact, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. It's a big mission, driven by little things like a ride to treatment, a free place to stay, a 24-7 helpline. But these little things are really the big things because to a cancer patient and their family, they're everything. And every day we reach thousands of cancer patients who so desperately need these services. But we need your help to get these critical services to more people and families in need this holiday season. Go to cancer.org and join the fight against cancer. It takes just minutes to donate and help provide essential support to cancer patients and their families. Don't wait. More than one in three people will be diagnosed with cancer. Go to cancer.org right now and make a difference. Go to cancer.org. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? (laughs) Yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. He so he mentioned a blanket, uh, an electric blanket. Oh yeah, and he, yeah. So he goes on about this electric blanket. He's like, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic blanket. And then um, Andre goes, well, yeah, it's probably a good blanket, but like maybe you should enjoy the cold because then you appreciate the warmth more. I, that's the, like the, the the general consensus yeah. of it is that you know you got to go through the hardships to enjoy the comfort more, mm-hmm. um, and you should ha- you should encourage the hardships to come along. So that you can enjoy the shit more. You can enjoy the comfort more. Yeah. That's basically the idea of it. Yeah, and I... And then Wally was just like, well, why would I do that? It's fucking cold in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's talking about more essentially, and Wally's like, no, like, it's freezing in my house. Like, I want to use it. It's like a electric blanket, I think. Which yes, yes. Does it still exist? I, d- I never knew they existed. Is that like an '80s thing, or is that like? I don't, let's let's find out. You know what? I'm gonna use. Yeah, the look power. that up while I'm talking about it. Go ahead. Yeah, but like, yeah, I me and you have had this conversation like tons of times about like, I like I was like, when you boil down the human experience, it's like the fight between like what you're comfortable doing, and in order to truly like feel like you're succeeding, you have to get out of your comfort zone, like constantly. They do like, still exist, by the way. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. How much are they? Thirty thirty-five dollars. Hmm. Don't do it. Don't yeah. don't feed into the comfort. Yeah, I'm not feeding into the comfort. In this Who do you blanket, agree with? What do I agree with? Yeah, who do you agree with? You agree with Andre or uh Mr. I, Mr. Wally? Wallace. I agree with Andre broadly. Like I agree with the idea that you need to get out of your comfort zone, but I think the way he explains it in terms of, like, you need to experience hardship to, like... I don't think you should go out of your way to experience hardship to appreciate, like, when mm. something's good in your life, but I think if you're looking at it in terms of, like, 
getting out of your comfort zone to like get have like more comfort zones to like meet new people like to have new experiences to like broaden your horizons i think that has a lot of value but like mm. inter i don't think you should go out of your way to have hardship in a way mm. you know what i mean yeah um like, like i said earlier in the, in the in the podcast i agree completely with uh andre mm-hmm. um i i think you should actually go out and experience difficult shit mm-hmm. um because when I when I did so and I didn't do it I guess I did it willingly but I didn't go thinking like okay this is gonna be hard I'm gonna enjoy it it was um when I was trying out for let's take it back to high school when I was trying out for the soccer team right they had a uh, hell week basically uh, it's like you do a whole bunch of shit for three hours three to four hours it's terrible when I came back bro I tell you I appreciated like doing nothing just but just staying inside so much more. Like, mm-hmm. right after that game ended, there was a Chelsea game. Bro, when I tell you, I came home, ate the food, watched the game, and enjoyed life thoroughly. It was amazing. Yeah, no. Like, th- I think there's definitely... There's value in hardship. It's just, like, the... I, and this is, like, my, my problem with him. Because I agree with Andre 90% of the time. It's just there's a 10% where it just... There's an extreme there, I guess. Where I feel like... I think what he's also saying is, like, the idea of, like, failure, like, you failing is, like, valuable, which I also agree with. It's, like, you just shouldn't look for failure. You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting. But, but like, if you go out of your comfort zone and you fail or, like, you don't have a good time, that definitely has value because you're getting stronger in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we're, like, especially, like, the people, especially, like someone like wally in the movie who's supposed to be like literally like mr normal like normal life mid mid-tier they're both like playwrights like mid-tier playwright compared to like andre's like apparently like a genius and like like wally's like normal whatever like he has a lot of comfort like he he has everything he needs and he doesn't really like go out of that zone in a way until he talks to andre and he's like what the fuck Okay, let's. That's the last topic I have for us. Should we get into that? In terms of what? Uh, basically, uh, Wally's life is you know paying bills, live life like the normal shit. He just you know he doesn't want to. Yes. Go crazy. If, there, I, you if there's talk about that? anything in terms of like you could call an arc, I guess. So like Wally starts out, he's just kind of passively talk, talking to this guy. He's like, huh, this guy's kind of weird, whatever. And then Andre starts talking about being buried alive and like how he feels unfulfilled and like society's brainwashing right like he feels like he's being brainwashed by like powers above him and he's like talking about it and i remember there's once it's he's slowly building up they slowly build more of a dialogue like they keep going and then there's one point where he disagrees where while he finally disagrees with him because andre's mm-hmm. like yo we should all have these like places around the world where you go to and you just like what do you say like hibernate there and like experience like something else to get out of our comfort zones whatever you know and, the you know the funny part uh-huh. about that it's kind of it's kind of like what i do with the hiatus <laughs> yeah, that is that's the weird. that's the first just a, thing br- just a break from what yeah, no yeah. no and like we talked about with uh madman like don draper has his california exactly like he, he's like goes they, they kind, he goes away and he just kind of like goes there until he's ready to come back in and then wally kind of like i remember he like snaps at him 
He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't understand why you would want these things. Like, I don't understand. I wake up, I have my coffee, I see my mm-hmm. wonderful girlfriend, I see all that. Why isn't that just enough, Andre? I see the cockroach in my mug, and I enjoy it, and I take a sip of the cockroach oh, coffee. Oh, no, no, no. I, it's the opposite, isn't it? it doesn't he yeah, say Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> he, he's like, you know, I see my coffee, I wake up in the morning, and there's no cockroach in it, and I say, thank God. Yeah. You're welcome, by the way, on uh, Wally. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> but no, like he, he's like, why would you want to live your life like that? You know, like why would you want to, like, do something like that? And I remember this is where there are certain times where the framing is actually very. The cinematography gets a lot better in the second half too, because there are certain parts where Wally's talking to Andre. And there's like a mirror in the background where you yes, see Andre's, you see Andre's face, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Like he's smiling already like, so, yeah, he's like smiling along. Like he just doesn't. I feel like he's kind of doing what Wally did. Like he's like kind of like, mm, okay, man, whatever. Yep, yep. And like that adds, a, I think, a lot of depth to the character because this person, this is a person who's just so far into his beliefs, in a way, and like it's similar to Wally in a way. And I guess they like he's kind of like. Wally starts doing the same thing to Andre, like, why would you want to live like that? Why would you want to do this? Whatever. And they kind of get into, like, a conversation about, like, why is why is it, like, everything? And then Andre's like, oh, it's because we're fucking bored. I think that you and I are the wrong people to have a conversation about this movie. It, and But also the right people. I How think, so? I think we're wrong because you and I think pretty much similarly. Mm-hmm. I might I might be like maybe a slight more extreme. I guess I, I would, uh, would you say that's fair? I th- I think me and you are ex- the same side but extremes in different ways. Right. Like I think that like I think that you uh, I don't know cuz I th- I think you would go to extremes to like cast away certain parts of society, but I also feel like you would be more ingrained into it where i'd be more in like the middle of like casting it out you know what i mean right like yeah. i like me and you know every like a lot of problems with society right but you yeah. would be more ingrained with it i'd just be like okay i'm getting rid of that parts of my life and then i'd continue and then you'd probably be like it, at a certain point be like okay now i'm all the way over here i'm out and yeah, now i'm back yeah. and now i'm at, like i'd be more yeah, like like I'd, in the middle of the spectrum if that makes sense yeah for for me it, it is definitely uh i don't and this is just like in general i don't like half-ass shit either you go all the way or you don't go in at all like you don't don't waste my fucking time mm-hmm. basically but i think because the way wallace is i know plenty of people like him mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's he says why would you like when they were talking about just sitting in a room with your significant other and not doing anything. He was like, I couldn't handle it. Like, there's nothing happening. I couldn't handle, like, not ha- that much of, that much of not happening. I think that's what he said, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah. He, like, he talks about, like, you know, if I have a book right there, why wouldn't I just read the book? Why would I just sit there saying nothing? Yeah, and he, he couldn't handle it. And I'm like, dude, there's so many people out there that they need distractions. Like, a per- like my friend... Has literally told me he's like, bro, like I need to, I need to talk to someone before I start my day. Like I can't just not have anything to do. Cause mm-hmm. I asked him why. He's like, I don't, because I get lost in my head and like I start like panicking and I start like getting paranoid and shit. 
There's a lot of people oh, like no. that who are oh, like, oh no, I'm I'm very similar to that as well. But I just I just go right into my head. I'm like, fuck it. And now look at look at me now. I'm I'm we're fucking Andre Gregoring it out here, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I, because you and I, I know that you and I don't mind doing it, and I, I fucking, I, I think you do too. But like, I fucking dive balls deep into it. I'm like, no, like, fuck off, leave me alone. I need to go in my head. But there's yeah, plenty no, of me people, as well. Like, I need to, like, yeah. I feel like we need to, like, we need to rationalize it, in, like, certain things in our head at certain points. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But there's many people who don't like that, who are like, they actively seek out distractions. Like, my yeah. friend, bro, he'll be with someone, drop them off, and immediately FaceTime me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could never do that. I could never hang out with you for like four or five hours and then go hang out uh, with Jabril, like, instantly like that. Unless it was planned, right? If the day is planned, like, okay, I'm gonna spend time here, here, and here, that's one thing. Yeah, no, but like, I ne- that's, that's like crazy talk to me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like... Why would I do like make my day like that? You know why exactly? Why would I not give any time for me to just con- like think about what the hell I just did? And like there are so many people, and it's not mean like they're bad people. Like that's not the implication it's, here. Yeah, yeah, it's just people. It's just weird. Who, it's just weird. Like to people like us that like, like we're very much like Andre. Like we we enjoy literally moments. Some of my favorite parts of the day is when I'm like with myself, and it's not even like. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah well, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I have my six hours too, don't worry. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's just funny because I was watching a KSI video earlier. <laughs> oh my and, god. And then he said, you know, I enjoy my company in a different video. And then on his Reddit, he does multiple characters. So they have like all the different characters he's played. He's like, yeah, I bet you do, you fuck. Like... <laughs> So it's just funny you saying that. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I like my favorite shit, parts but... of the day are like with, with myself. And then I have other parts of the day where I hang out with other people. But it's not like yeah. if I'm alone, I'm like, man, this sucks. Like all yeah, the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. But you can not also see it from his pers- like Wally's perspective because he's just like, why wouldn't I want to like talk to my wife? Why wouldn't I want to just, if I'm doing nothing, why wouldn't I read a book? Like, wh- yeah. I don't understand. People just can't go into their heads. It's very weird. And they think we're the weirdos. That's the best part. I I think it's just that, like, they don't... Even if they, like... They either don't ask questions similarly... And, and we sound, like, really pretentious right now. But, like, they don't... I like, am pretentious. Yeah, like, I, I admit, prick. like, I, I... I think we could both admit we're a little pretentious. But, like, there are certain people... I, I'm and very... it's not even, like, I'm criticizing them who are just, like, more, like... like they're morons. Like, no, finish the word moron. No, like simple. Like they, they're just like, oh, simple I wake tins. up, I wake, <laughs> I wake up, I have my coffee. Like similar to Wally. Like he's just a simple Sheep. guy, and he like, it's like when I they're talking. What, what, what do they, what do they, they talk about like a uh, cigar shop or whatever, right? They're like, man, remember yeah. that? They're like, yeah, like I walk in, it's just a cigar shop, and Andre's like, yeah, but really, sit there and think, like, man, this really is something, isn't it? And yeah. Wally's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah now, then... I don't... I don't advocate going up to everyone and having this uh, philosophical mindset, right? I don't I don't advocate no. that. I don't advocate that uh, unless you don't want any friends. But, but you thinking about it is never a bad idea as long as you know when to stop. 
and I think if you find someone who's willing to talk about it, that the, those conversations are yeah, probably some yeah. of my favorites and probably some of the healthiest a person can have, I think. Yeah. Like, just yeah. about, like, our existence. And, like, at the end, you may find things, like, you don't like about the world, but, like, at least you're talking about it, you know? It's not just in your head. Like, you're not crazy. Yeah. But, like, but, yeah, like, it goes into, like, the Wally character, like, his arc, and they finally have this one last conversation about, like, you know, are we just, like, bored or whatever? And then I remember there's one part where he talks about, like, uh, New York City is the new concentration camp. Or, like, I think some of the... That's the extreme part with him where I'm, like... Like, I understand what he means by that. Like, I I think we are kind of, like, slaves in a way to that. But I feel like he, like... He, he very similarly... Because I think the film goes back and forth between who it... Not who it chooses to agree with, but who it thinks it's most right but i don't think it takes a side by yeah i think means. it does a very good job of not making wally I, I, look I think, like an idiot i think it makes wally look very justified and like thinking andre like some of the things it's Andre crazy. says are crazy but it yes. does also a good job of seeing like how wally like 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 uh like changes as a result of like the things he like you could tell the, the gears in wally's head where he's like yeah like why is it like that you know and yes. my dog is also joining the podcast again. Uh, welcome. What What does he think, man? Uh, he's he, he liked the movie. I don't know. I, he, I I think he did. He barked twice. That usually means yeah, I liked it. So there cool. you go. But no, it like he, he talks like that's the, the concentration camp stuff is where I feel like us as an audience and like him as a character is like wait wait whoa what the fuck are you talking about now? Where it's just like yeah. okay, as much as I agree that it's like we're we are very much slaves to like this like you know capitalist hellhole or whatever right which is a good thing which is a good thing i i don't know about that <laughs> corporations for the win <laughs> yeah you know hollywood bible big corporations got warner brothers big corporate. never been less broken <laughs> <laughs> but, but like you prick <laughs> never been less broken but like never as, as much as we are we we're, they're not hitler camps <laughs> like it's are like you sure i'm pretty sure yeah, but, like, <laughs> it goes into that, and then they kind of back and forth. And then I remember I, the, the ending of the movie I've seen a few... This is actually the clip, I think, that made me want to watch the movie. Is like, they're them talking at the end. He's, like, talking about the idea of a relationship and how, like, you know, if you're, like, getting a girlfriend or whatever, or, like, you're starting to date someone, there's, like, there's, like, uh, that's easier because it's, like, the conquest. Like, I'm getting to know the person. Like, they, like, this said like figuring out how they like sex like all that stuff to have a relationship multiple years that's way harder because you don't know where it's going at that point you know like when you're starting to date someone it's like point a point b of where you're going and then when you've been married for like 20 years like andre has like where like where is this going from now you know i don't know that that was the end of the movie but (laughs) but (laughs) but he talks about that and then he's like I remember the final line he's like you know and then you have a child and but like there's no child there what is a what is a wife what is a mother where's that son and then it just cuts to the music at the end and it's like there was there was one thing that i didn't agree with like i agree with him i I should have said this in the beginning i agree with everything he has to say except for one Mm -hmm. and it was and i and i disagree i it's not like oh he's an idiot i just disagree with it. it it is the wife and the kids part Okay, how so? I think he has excellent points in it, and he does have merit, 
but I don't think that's based on because everything that he says it's it's based I think on reality. It's just that people are choosing to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it, well, people are choosing to ignore it, and I think it would have happened anyway, based mm-hmm. off of how society's going. Like you have more distractions, so you have less things to worry about, like that, like things like that. Yeah. But I I think that what he says about marriage is it inherently based on people. It's not based off of where we're going. Mm-hmm. Right? So a, a person who was shit in the 1600s is going to be shit now when it comes to marriage. Okay. And kids and being a good father. You know what I mean? It seemed like what he was saying about marriage and like kids and stuff is like, like, what is it? It's, it's all fake. It, it's all created now. Well, it's like, I, no. I, like, I, I think it was more like he was like saying like what is a wife what is a son like like what it like we create the concept of like oh this is my wife like this is but like is it like a person is it like what like what makes them my wife more than anybody else really you know like i think i think it was just kind of like a final like thing like what like these like institutions like we come up with like oh yeah we she has a wedding band now we went to a church. This is my wife now. But that's not... A normal person doesn't think like that. Well, not a, I'm sorry. Not a normal person. A, a, a person who thinks doesn't think like that. I, I just... Mean, I feel like... I think especially the institution of marriage. I feel like people think about well, that quite that, a bit. Let me... Well, I think... Yeah, but like... there, I've said... I don't know. Did I say this to you? How I... I, I, I don't like the idea of marriage because it, it, it doesn't work now. Did I tell that to you? Uh, probably. We probably had a conversation well, once. Yeah, so basically, it's like... We might have had like, it on the podcast. Yeah, well, if we did, I'm sorry to reiterate, but basically what it was, was a... What marriage was created for was to to get shit from the other family, basically. You know what I mean? You have sheep, I have cow, let's go be happy family. Right? Like, <laughs> that, that bullshit. Yeah. A, a normal person doesn't... If you're in a relationship for 10 years, I think odds are you're gonna call your girl like your wife. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, wouldn't you say? Like, what does that make yeah. sense? So, a wife, I don't think, like, it's not like, oh, you're a wife. I'm going to call you now my wife because it's a, I have a there's a ring on you. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I'm going to call you my wife now because you've earned it because we know each other so well. Yeah. Right? I think that's how a person, that's how I think of it, at least. Like, but, I'm not. But I think in the context of the movie, it makes sense because, remember, he, uh, he talks about the picture of his wife and how he always yes. looked at because he thought he knew his wife clearly and he had a picture of his wife and he he always like looked at her and he was like man my wife like she looks so good she looks so sensual whatever and then 20 years later he looked at the picture and realized wait like he looked at her face like really looked at and said wait no she's sad in this picture like she she was a lost person so like i think when he's talking about that he's talking about like like okay we've been married for this much do i really know her more than i did 20 years ago or did i only kind of know her like obviously he knows her more than most people yeah. because he's her husband but like is he really connected with because when like basically the idea of marriage is like a connection where like you're a bond right that's, that's the like idea you're, you are, though, you're, right? you're a, you're a yeah. one but like are they yeah. really one if it took him 20 years to look at a picture to realize how miserable his wife was back then yeah but so it, I, it also it also matters as to if the person wants to let you in mm-hmm. right so it's not up to you if you oh you didn't see it or whatever yeah because it i i still think you wouldn't have seen it back then right it, it just matters on what you're doing yeah or maybe think, in, uh, yeah in certain ways it's like 
even if they were trying to let you in, like you didn't accept you it the way they it. were giving it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I don't think that has anything to do with marriage or the idea of marriage or kids. I think it has to do with the person. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah like yeah. that person was never going to see it until they had something that triggered it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, th- I, that's, that's the only one I disagree with him on. I'm like, no, it, it's pretty, it should be obvious. It's not, I give him that it's not obvious to people, but it should be pretty obvious as to what your wife should be or like what your husband should be and what your kids should be. Because when he was like, oh, I have to play the role of the father, I got that. I understood what he was saying, but it's like, it, it shouldn't be a role. It should be natural in, in some yeah, but, ways. but that's his idea. I mean, that's kind of the point, though. Like, he's like, we, like, we create this role, but, like, what makes him, like, he created a human being. He's a father now. But, like, so many people have a different interpretation of what a good father is, you know? Like, for years, right. it was like, if you don't beat your kid, you're not a good father. Right, but it, it, like I, that, that's why I said whatever is natural to you, not whatever you think you should do. Mm-hmm. So if, if if your natural instinct is to hit your child, then by all means... No, 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 Adrian Peterson, that, is, that should not be your natural instinct. Uh, no, that, you're right, no, that shouldn't be. It should be the instinct you have in your gut. Yeah. To hit your child. Do not. No. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he he talks about that, and then brilliant. Like at this point, you're like sucked into this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like for an hour, all the background noise is gone. It's just these two people talking, and then he says, "You know, where's that son?" And then cuts to the music, and Wallace looks around, and then there's nobody in the restaurant. And that that? that yeah that, that son, huh? Where's that son? Everyone's gone. Where yeah. were they? No. <laughs> it, it was all a dream. No, it was not a dream. But, no, uh, <laughs> but like, it's like, I think it, the ending works so well because you get so sucked in. And then at the end, it's like, shit. And you feel like, especially with like the way, uh, like the ending where it's like him driving uh, past whatever. He's like, you know, I, I saw the uh, the shop where my, me and my father used to go. And it, it feels like he... Like, he went into the con- the dinner, like, expecting to, like, hate it, basically. Like, oh, man, this fucking weirdo. Whatever. But he got genuinely enlightened. Like the movie. Yeah. Like, we went into it, like, oh, God, like, what is this, like, weird movie about a fucking dinner? And yeah. we got genuinely enlightened by it. And we had a conversation we've been talking about for, like, a fucking hour. An hour and 20 minutes. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. But, like, I didn't expect it to be this long. But, yeah, like, this is, like... Yeah, I did. I, well, I didn't. Well, I, I didn't know if you would like it first, because like if I I was like if you didn't like it, I feel like it would have been one side of me talking about it. <laughs> like punch drunk. Trying to say, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> but like I, I feel like no. But if you didn't like it, you would probably. Yeah, no, been no, like, I know what you mean. I'm just being a prick. Like how I naturally hey, am. Yeah, yeah. See, that is my natural instinct. Oh, is to there be a you prick. go. Just don't naturally hit me. All right. I won't do that. Don't worry. I'm not a hitter. Oh, I'm a quitter. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> but yeah, it's like really great ending, really great movie. And do, right when he said my dinner with Andre, I was like, roll credits. And then the credits came up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, I will never forget my dinner with Andre. Roll credits. Man, roll credits. <laughs> what are we, some kind of my dinner with Andre? <laughs> Cinema scenes. Oh my God. But yeah. I mean, I think I think we've talked about everything. Like this is a uh, this movie is a f- 
fucking enlightening experience. Would you say? It's all right. <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about it for an hour and eh, whatever. It's fine. It's all right. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Uh, five out of ten. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you have anything else to talk about, uh, yeah, I just want to four say four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah, I'd give it. Mm-hmm. I give it a nine out of ten. Honestly, it could mm-hmm. go to. A, I I want to watch it again. It could go to a ten. That that first forty minutes, I feel like we'll get a lot better on a rewatch. And also, yeah. there's a lot of stuff I feel like we missed, like because it's such a long conversation like when it really gets into the meat of it can we do that when we when, when coronavirus is finally over can we like go to a restaurant and just do this film my dinner with andre too like for for like for like the hollywood's bible special we could like at red robin yeah yeah we can do that okay we'll do that but yeah it's uh this is, a, this is a great movie. Recommend it to everyone. My dick is fucking acting up. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll never forget my uh, podcast with podcast. Rick. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. My podcast with Rick. Yeah, but... Uh, Yo, that's what... We should call it that. Or should we call it my podcast? Oh, you want to do Rick? We'll do Rick. Mm-hmm. What's Whatever gets more clicks. My hey, I'm rhyming, bro. Oh, shit. But yeah, uh, the f- everyone watch My Dinner with Andre. It's uh, kind of a masterpiece in a way, I'd say. Should we uh, pl- plug our social media that we don't use? Uh, Holly underscore Wood Bible on Instagram. Hollywood Bible yeah. on YouTube. Damn um, it, I was going to take care of YouTube, you fuck. But uh, yeah, that's what it is. Here's the only sound that's tolerable when a migraine attack strikes. Nurtec ODT Remezepan 75 milligrams can provide migraine pain relief, which can help break the silence. Nurtec is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety prescribing and patient information, visit nurtec.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? (laughs) Yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Go go check that shit out. Uh, Since we're done this, uh, uh, we're going to the final topic? Final topic. Um, Yeah. So, as you all know, today is the 25th anniversary of a very special movie to me. Okay, won't be the twenty five, the twenty fifth anniversary by the time they see it. It'll be like a month later. But right, uh, the movie is Twelve Rounds, starring John Cena. Oh, okay. Now, this movie holds up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wait, this is the twenty fifth anniversary. <laughs> the movie came out in two thousand nine. <laughs> I was like, was I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it must be. Oh wait, no, it was it wasn't made in nineteen ninety what ninety five. It's ridiculous. Wait a minute, if it was made in ninety five, it would not. It still wouldn't be the twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, it would wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. oh, That's, would it? Yeah, twenty five years. You think if, you think since I'm Asian, I'd be good at math? 
Uh, I thought it was. What, what year did I think it was? Oh, I, was a I don't kid. know. Who the fuck? All right, shit? so keep going. This is shit. Flip <laughs> 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 that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you the fuckers get offended, I. You're listening to the wrong right, podcast. Alright, we'll cut this part out. This part sucks. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. I suck my dick. Cut the podcast. It's over. We're out of here. <laughs> no, uh, please introduce the next topic. <laughs> Get this shit over with. <laughs> um, uh, what was the... It was, it was movie <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a cursed movie franchise. What does that have to do with 12 so- rounds? <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to check. Oh, okay, shit. yeah. Curse movie franchises. Like, what movie? Is well, I guess Twelve from? Rounds is kind of cursed. It hasn't been good since. <laughs> you know, if you think, I mean, it's never been good. That's the. What do you mean? <laughs> you crazy? Oh, wait, wait, okay, so before we get into like actual franchises that matter, uh, well, what franchises? So we have, uh, or no, what? Who are the main actors of every 12, 12 Rounds movie? Real quick, John Cena. I- Randy Orton, uh, Ted DiBiase, right? Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase Junior. Junior. Yeah, Junior. The don't Miz. forget. Oh, it was, it was the the Miz with Summer Rae, right? Or was that another? Yes. One? No, Summer Rae. Wait, was this the Marine or was it Twelve Rounds? This was. Oh my God! Hold up. Oh yeah, it might be the Marine because I know ones with Dean Ambrose. I don't think it's Twelve Rounds though. Twelve Rounds. <laughs> the the Miz. <laughs> Uh, so you have Randy Orton, John Cena, um, important shit here on the Hollywood Bible. <laughs> I don't know. This this is Hollywood. Well, actually, it's WWE Studios, but still. No, Dean Ambrose, uh, twelve rounds three. That that's weird. Yeah, so the Miz was in. Dude, the Marines. that's the best trailer since Lord of the Rings. What do you mean? And another good franchise is the Marines, starring John Cena, Ted DiBiase. Um, the Miz. Let me see. Let's let's find out the Marine. Did you ever see the My... uh, the the Page movie? Isn't that movie good, or at least like watchable? It's, uh, I I I I don't know. You don't know. I what? just know she named. Uh, she she just named her finisher after a, a porn star, which I do like. That's pretty hilarious. But yeah, cursed movie film frame. Wait, I'm not done with the Marines. Oh, God Hold damn up. It. Wait, wait, wait. Um fuck, I can't. So you have the Marine, the Marine 3 home front. Oh my god, Miz was in two of them. Is that Shawn Michaels? Oh shit. Oh no, that's that's fake. No, this is fake. Wait, the Marine 6? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> this is real? The Marine 6 on them. Wait, this is real. Yeah, what? this is Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels <gasps> is in one of them? Yes, and Becky Lynch. Yeah, the, oh, this is the well, Miz's franchise I, 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 now. Yo, yo, they got the whole universe. The whole WWE, <laughs> the WWE dude, universe in here. Why dude, do, why do, why do I feel going. like there's a scene where like Shawn Michaels like does a super kick, but it's like doesn't make any sense. Like, like there's a scene in the Marine where he's like, "Well, I've got to kill this guy." This guy, instead of doing like a stealth takedown, he just like sweet chin music to something. <laughs> and then there, he's like, "Well, oh, where'd I learn that move?" <laughs> we this is gonna be on uh, the next recommendation. Instagram. No, this is gonna be on the Instagram. Okay, no, this I should edit this part like with videos. Oh yeah, if you oh yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the mad one one first, and then we'll uh, we'll see. 
Whatever's good, man. Hey, you know, whatever. We're just we're just loosey goosey in here, you know. We're lo- loosey, lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- All right, cursed yeah. film franchises. <laughs> yo, I mean, yo, I mean, yo. When you, when you think of a cursed film franchise, Rick, what do you think of? What's the first thing that pops in your little cerebellum? My what? Your my brain. Sarah? You just say my Sarah. Sarah Bell. Um, um, well, I do have one, but I want to save it because that's going to be the recommendation. Okay, Pirates of the Caribbean. Would you say it's cursed? I strongly disagree. Okay, the thing is, it's it. There's a lot of curse going on, and I ain't just talking about the, the curse. The black of, damn it! I almost said it. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You scum fuck! Anyway. Uh, the curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, the first movie is good, and then they were like, let's instead of making uh, Johnny Depp a good supporting character, let's make him the main character, and then let's make the story fucking stupid. Uh, who's uh, who's the actress in it? Kira Knightley. So hot. Very attractive. And her accent is f- fucking gorgeous. Brilliant. Kira, you know, Kira Knightley was in uh, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, as the as the fake emperor. Yeah, the, the fake Padme. Yeah, fake Padme. Oh my God, Jesus! That that's that those movies just sucked talent, didn't they? They just sucked it up and then spit it out. Wasn't wasn't Keira Knightley in uh was she in um was it the Duchess? Was that the movie with those? I called? know what you're talking about, but I couldn't tell you the name of it. I know she's in a lot of movies with, like that are like that. She was okay. in Love this Actually very... as well, where Rick from The Walking Dead uh, tried to Rick? Cuck, cuck his uh, cuck his best friend. Did you ever watch Love Actually? I want to. It's a, honestly, it's a it's better than you think it would be. It's a good Christmas movie. Oh, it's a Christmas movie? I'm not watching It's a Christmas romance, your favorite type of movie. I love romantic movies. Yeah, I know you do. You always talk about how much you're like, man, Matt, I just believe in love can't get enough of them (laughs) (laughs) you know matt you know me i just believe in love you know me (laughs) i I love valentine's day anyway but Uh, but going back to pirates of the caribbean uh the first movie is good the movies progressively get worse they get super fucking long they get really convoluted and by the fourth movie nobody cares because even though everybody disliked the uh like the fucking Orlando Bloom stuff, like that was the plot. Like that was why you, like that was like the actual stuff in the movie, <laughs> and it just like they it, it was just Jack Sparrow becoming more of a caricature until it was like the last movie, which I didn't even see. You saw it, right? Wasn't it garbage? The last one? No, I did not. Wait, didn't you see it? No, the latest one I have not. Oh, you, I think you said you were going to, but then you're like, nah, it looks like trash. <laughs> That sounds like something I would say. Yeah, you were like, nah, I didn't feel like actually wasting. No, I remember you were like, I want to see it. And then you are like, I was like, oh, did you see it last weekend? You were like, nah, I don't want to actually like spend money on it. <laughs> but yeah, why would you disagree with that was my take on Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, I was just fucking with you. Oh, you think it sucks too? No, I don't mind it. You know, I, I could I could watch it. Oh, the thing it, is, especially... I th- okay, two and three like aren't good, but I find them watchable because I just like because I... Kira Knightley and Orlando well, Bloom are. No, in but it. I like some of the the set pieces, and I think they're very watchable, even though they're too fucking long. Okay, as soon as Kira Kira Knightley left, I left. I like the squid CGI too. 
I think that's actually no, like I think that CGI holds up. When I remember. No, no, but I remember that being like really impressive. Like I remember the ending of Dead Man's Chest was like pretty cool too. But then no, at probably. World's End was like fucking boring. Oh, I remember that movie was like twenty minutes of Jack Sparrow just jacking off in the desert. Oh, that was amazing. No, it wasn't. That was amazing. That no, was, no, that, no, that was amazing. No, that that is. There was a period, and I guess we're still in it, where Johnny Depp, they were just like, Johnny Depp, just Johnny Depp it up. Just go out there and be Johnny Depp. And it was like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was this movie where the mid-2000s when people were like, dude, I'm fucking sick of Johnny Depp. I can't. I think it. I think people really knew it by Alice in Wonderland. They're like, I can't take it anymore. Which sucks, because I like Johnny Depp. But you need you a- that's how they feel about The Rock now? No, because The Rock doesn't play, like, eccentric characters, though. The thing is, The Rock never comes he across... He plays the same character. Yeah, but it, he, that character he plays isn't annoying. Johnny Depp characters are annoying at this point. thing is, he's mm. a very good actor that you need a director to be like, Hey, Johnny, just calm down a little. No. Hey, Johnny. D- Tim Burton is not the guy who has ever told Johnny Depp, Yo, like, you should, you should like, tone it down a little. Like, he's <laughs> never said Yo. that to him. <laughs> never yo yo relax yo johnny calm Calm down down. calm down i'm I'm counting my money from this charlie and the chocolate factory fucking money right here god what a shit movie that is that movie is good but let's uh let's not give you a chance to retort on that subject um (laughs) superman oh that's definitely a cursed franchise i agree Yes, and like you said, it is because nobody can write one correctly. Now, they did have two good movies, I would say. Yeah, like I'd say uh, like one and a half. I, wow, you're an asshole. <laughs> what didn't you like? Which one? No, it's just because Superman 2, Richard Donner... Is great. No, well, it they 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 fired the director halfway through. Some, so, some parts of that movie are kind of dumb. But there's a Donner cut. But the thing is, is that there are some parts... Donner cut? Yeah, there's the the Richard Donner cut, and, and this was the OG fucking cut, the Richard Donner cut that came out in 06. Like, some parts of the original Superman 2 are better than other parts of fucking the other version, and it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't consider there being a definitive version of Superman 2, is what I'm saying. You could probably wow. cut them together, but it'd be like a very subjective thing. I don't think, it's, I think it's okay i'll say it's like pretty good but i don't think it's like great where i think superman the movie is very great Mm -hmm. and superman 3 uh is terrible um superman 4 killed the franchise Uh, i watched them supergirl you probably don't even know existed i do know existed don't you ever insult my intelligence yeah that was that movie fucking sucks they rebooted it with uh you know the pedophile tr- uh, duo of Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer. <laughs> Yo, by the way, in the earlier podcast or in the beginning, we did mention free Kevin Spacey. Uh, no, don't free. First of all, he's still out at large. Someone arrest oh, he is? him. Yeah, he, he remember the. I thought he got caught. Is he still in court? Uh, didn't like the person die, or like one of the witnesses die or something? Yeah, but there were multiple. Or multiple did die, but there's still one alive. Okay, well, if he's still at large. Yeah. But by the way, multiple died. Like, isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, multiple of them died. Yeah, that's pretty weird. But anyway, after he made the video, anyway, we already we already went. But like, <laughs> Superman Returns. That movie was just. You see, that movie could have been good, but it wasn't. 
Uh, mostly because... Which one? Wait, wait, wait. You say Superman Returns? Yeah. Okay. It could have been good. I think it had good ideas. In fact, it could have been what it set out to be an homage to the earliest Superman movies. And there are some parts where it works and other parts where it doesn't at all. Uh, mostly because I think the story uses some of the cliche aspects of those movies very poorly. And I feel like it's very boring. And it somehow, I think, tries to be like... I don't I don't know what it tries to be. Like, I don't think the movie knows what it really wants to be at any point, except for a sequel to the other movies and kind of its own thing, but it doesn't know how to be it. It's it's a failure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Man of Steel, which uh, we've talked about quite a bit. They just what, came- what movie? Man- <laughs> <laughs> what movie is this? <laughs> uh, Man of Steel, which, I mean, they tried something new. It didn't work out, <laughs> and uh, they they thought that was going to be a huge hit, and it wasn't because it was fucking depressing. Mm. Which I don't know hope. what Superman movie should be depressing. Do you? It stands for hope. It's it stands for hope, but maybe you should be more hopeful than throwing a man into a building like nine eleven. S stands for hope. It's not an S. It stands for hope. Wow, hope. like Superman. So, like, if I just call my daughter S, it really means hope? Yeah. Genius. Good job. Saving good, a letters. Good job, Jorah. Good job, Russell Crowe. You did it. Saving oh, God. Letters. Do you remember that bad scene where, like, they finally call him Superman? Like, do you remember the first scene where they really call him that? No. There's a scene where they're, like, it's right before he, like, flies off to, like, punch the fucking the laser. The laser in the sky. So he, like... There, there's like a scene where it's like the general who's supposed to be Martian Manhunter like talking and then this random fucking extra comes in like a random dude's like uh excuse me sir Superman's outside who? oh uh <laughs> Superman they call him Superman sir and he's like the worst Superman. actor of all he's like Hayden Christensen level bad <laughs> he's just like wait a minute wait a minute wait so that suit was already made the suit in Man of Steel yes yeah so they, those arrogant motherfuckers on Krypton put the symbol of hope on the guy's chest. No, it, it was the, uh, no, wasn't it the, <clears throat> like, the L family, like, symbol? Was it? Yeah, it was, because Zod had a different And one. it means like, hope? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, L means Arrogant hope. Like, motherfuckers. <clears throat> like, how'd he get... How do you get lucky with that one? Like, what if he had fucking like, like cunt, uh, like, on it. <laughs> just, just, you know, like, <laughs> just fucking cock shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if he's like, oh, what is it? Uh, oh, you know what this S stands for? <laughs> what? C- cock shit. Like, just fucking. <laughs> Oh, okay. You know, it's a symbol for cock shit, you know? It's just funny. It's like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Jorah. I appreciate it. It's a big fucking penis symbol. <laughs> the thing, is, the thing is, it looks like a rocket, but then you hear cock shit, and then you look at it, you're like, oh, okay, I know what this is. 
Man, that movie, no, but the thing is, it would fit in Man of Steel. Remember that movie had a bunch of, like, weird, like, penises in it? <laughs> the, the penis probes? No, no, remember, like, when the Zod's spaceships? being taken away? Zod's, like, yeah. fucking, uh, yeah, yeah. I will find it. <laughs> the penis, the and penis then, shit. It was just a bunch of oh penis my. ships up there. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh there was a bunch goodness. of weird like uh, Zack Snyder he's a fucking weird that that dude reads Ayn Rand you de- you know he's fucking crazy who Ayn Rand? no Ayn Rand you know what that is? absolutely not. oh man we'll, we'll talk about that one day on the podcast we've already talked enough about bullshit <laughs> no but um, um, yeah that else? movie was what a failure uh, Superman was in BVS enough said uh, he was also in <laughs> Justice League enough said uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah poor guy never had a curse film franchises anymore let me think um they keep trying with fan fa- uh fantastic four <laughs> fantastic four and uh they it's it never they they haven't gotten it right once with superman and pirates mm-hmm. they got it right no fan fan four stick was bad the tim story movies were garbage <laughs> uh yeah um I would say I would I would add a I would add a character to this. Okay. The Joker. That's not cursed. It it will be, and it has been. What do you mean? I think uh when you compare it to the Heath Ledger one, I don't think a, a Joker will ever be the same. Even the new movie. That's not because that wasn't no, I don't think because the new movie was not about the Joker. It, it it was about like it was a fucking uh it it was a uh, what's the word I'm looking for it it, it wasn't about the joke it was about society who just so happened to turn into a clown at the end it it was about society <laughs> we live in a society in case it, you didn't I know. I cuz it does depend on whatever the new joker who if they do one but uh, I don't I think it will be cursed yeah um I mean, I was saying it was pretty cursed after Ledger died when uh, Jared Leto fucking uh, shit all over the screen. Uh, Poor that guy. was pretty bad. Never had a chance. The thing, no, you can't say it's cursed, though, because there's been way more good Jokers than bad Jokers. Wait, there's only been two. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, two. Two good Jokers. And two bad Jokers. Uh, well, okay, I guess, I guess there's not been two bad... Okay, okay, I'll take it back. Okay. Also, uh theatrically released batman mask of the phantasm which featured mark hamill as joker so that doesn't count that I, doesn't yeah count. it does that was theatrically released yeah it was wow that's cool yeah that was back in the 90s no you, you know that i think that was released uh either in between or after the schumacher movies they're like fuck it this movie will probably do better and it did yeah yeah, okay, I'll take it back. I'll take back the Joker. Yeah, the Joker, I think, is pretty consistent besides Jared Leto's fucking... Even then, I, th- I, I, yeah. I... No, I think you needed Jared Leto between Heath and Joaquin Phoenix. You needed him to be the buffer. Well, that well that well that's what I'm... That's why I said him, because... That's why I said the Joker, because... Joaquin Phoenix's wasn't good. What? Like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker wasn't good. It it would it just wasn't Jared Leto. No, I disagree with that completely. Because he's, I don't think it's not a Joker movie though. It's about society. 
No, but it's about, like, a mentally ill... Like, I don't even like the movie as much as I used to, but, like, it's, like... Because it's not that good. I, I don't disagree with you, but I think his performance is what elevates it. Right, but he could be playing... He didn't play the Joker. He played He played a fucking crazy guy. Well, okay, I think there are two different kind of ways you can portray the Joker. Like, in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger plays, like, him as, like, a force of nature. Like, you don't know anything about the guy. Or you could do it like any random guy could become the Joker. And I think that's he, what Joaquin he, is. Right, but he that's what I mean. He's just a random guy who puts who puts paint on. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Heath Ledger, he he played the Joker. Yeah. Just like how Jack Nicholson played the Joker. Well, there are some people who say Heath Ledger didn't really play the Joker. Those people are dumb, well, but yeah, they're they're fucking idiots. They're they're purest fucking but, virgins. Yeah, but... they they want they want the Mark Hamill joke. <laughs> purest virgins, oh dear, <laughs> just fucking scum of the earth. But um, some people would say purest virgins are the best part about the earth. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, they, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> no, I I think I think I get your logic. I just disagree. I think I'm. It. I think it has been cursed. I think it. It will be cursed, and it has been cursed now. If they make Joker two, like when they they're like, "Yo, made a lot of money, Joaquin, get back out there." I, I, I don't think you're Joaquin fight- Phoenix played the Joker though. I think he played a very good portrayal of a mentally ill man who just so happened to turn into the Joker. Just so happened. That's what I mean. All right, fine. I'm gonna put it back on the table. I say the Joker. Right. I put it back on the fine, fucking table. Fine. I th- I think I think time will prove me right, or it might make me look like the biggest idiot of all time. Dude, I think time. Let's see. It's been three seconds. I think it's already been proven you wrong. I highly doubt. That. All right. Have any? Uh, well, I guess it's my turn. Um, cursed franchises. I don't know. The fans of Transformers have been pretty cursed. I was about to mention Transformers. Yeah, uh, those move those Michael Bay but does movies. Does anyone were, care? Huh? Does anyone care about Transformers? They they do. Transformers fans, they saw everyone, and then they finally made a movie they liked, and nobody else saw it. Remember Bumblebee? Oh yeah. No, the fans liked that. I didn't see it. The fans liked that movie, and but nobody else saw it because they were done it's at that. Bumblebee. Be, no, because they were done. They were like, no, like I can't deal with these Michael Bay movies anymore. The purists went. They were like, this is a great movie. And everyone was like, eh. Yeah, but do you ever trust purists to give you a decent response? In some case. It's a case-by-case basis. Like, purist virgins teaching you about sex? Like, do you really okay, think that's a good idea? Okay, Transformers, purist virgins, I'm fine with. Because I... They... Oh, okay, so now, now you're... Now you're... Now you're, um... Virginist. Absolutely. You're a cunt. As the symbol of Superman's <laughs> symbol. No, it's cock shit. <laughs> it's it's cunt. I disagree. Anyway, <laughs> no, you. but those Michael Bay movies were really bad, and it was a curse to watch them. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, <laughs> probably the worst film I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, let me think. You got any more? Huh. I I, I feel like I have one more. But... Okay, I I have another one. Spider Man was cursed for. 10 years i think no 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 how so because amazing spider-man 1 and 2 weren't bad i would disagree okay but would you say that like those weren't like like you like it way more than i do but like 
Spider-Man 3 came out. That was 2007. <clears throat> then they had to reboot it. They were never that successful. They never had the fan base the other movies had. And then they were bought out by the MCU. Yeah. Like, they they, they were objectively a failure. Like, they tried to start a... Oh, man, that was, like, the biggest, like, start tried to start a universe. And they were, like... They just oh, yeah. failed. Like, they fucking failed. Absolutely. Probably the biggest... Besides the Dark Universe, probably the worst one ever. The what? Remember the Dark, dark universe? universe? The Black Universe. <laughs> the fucking Tom Cruise... Oh, God. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp just knows how to be some garbage. He used to be a favorite of mine. What happened to him, man? Uh, I think he became... Corona. I think he became too famous. I think Corona got no, too... No, I, I think it's literally... He, it's so much of a paycheck. Only the big studio, like, Schlock, can afford him. Like, he used to do, like, good, like, artsy movies. God. Artsy-fartsy, huh? Hey, hey you, you just watched an artsy-fartsy movie. My Dinner with Andre? That's pretty artsy, bro. You're fartsy. Well, look at that. Do you have, uh, do you have another failed, uh, cursed film franchise to, uh... Um... I, I guess, like, maybe, like... Oh, uh, um, video game movies, right? You can... Just a just a whole fucking genre. Like, that's a cursed genre. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I think that may be the I'll, only I'll, genre where it's just like there's not a single good one, <laughs> unless you can. Maybe romantic romantic movies. I think I think you can throw those in there as well. I uh, know. Uh, I, I highly think that those are fucking worthless to society. They're not. Um, that's not cursed though. That's just worthless. But but they're cursed to me because people watch them. Eh. Eh. Right, <laughs> I think anything made by Sony now is cursed just by being a Sony movie, like Ghostbusters. No, that I movie? don't think so. I think Sony makes great Bond movies. Great what? Bond movies. Is that is that that's Sony? No, it isn't. It should be. No, what do you mean it should it, be? It should be Sony. I'm pretty sure Bond is Sony. No, that's look it up. <sighs> what do look I up right now? Oh, hang on, James Bond. What would Naked. I? <laughs> what would I put in? Like uh, publisher. Owner. <laughs> put owner. Production company. Sure. Or no, Sony's the distributor. Sony's something in it. Uh, yeah, but they're not the main guys who do it. That's why probably why those movies are sometimes good. Hey man, if I see that. No, that that's it, Universal. Bond? Yeah. Bond is not Universal. Wait, since 2018, Universal took over the home entertainment distribution rights to the Bond films, excluding the 4K release. What? How would you exclude that? No, that's... That's, um... No, that's definitely... What about MGM? Yeah, MGM, I think... Wait, the Universal thing, I think that's because, like, Comcast and Xfinity and shit like that, to, like, distribute it. I don't know. We live in a fucking capitalist fucking hellhole. Hold up, bro. Who owns Bond? Who owns Bond? Ian Fleming. James Bond. Um, Who the... Eon Productions. Fuck you. No, we don't care about you. Does Sony own James Bond? MGM and Columbia Pictures co-distributed. Sony Pictures... Wait. Following the 2004 acquisition of MGM by a consortium led by Columbia's parent company, Sony. Yeah. Sony owns it. 
Okay, that makes sense. I think. Would you say Bond was at any point cursed? I have not seen enough. Um, I think during a pre pre Pierce Brosnan, I feel like there was a period it was kind of cursed, like post Connery, like the Roger Moore movies, kind of like Sean Connery. Yeah, post Connery, like Roger Moore, like people like him, whatever, but like he, his movies were Roger, schlock. Roger. Uh, Roger, Roger. And I like Timothy Dalton, but like his movies weren't like the most popular ones. It wasn't until Goldeneye I feel like that Bond became like really like good again. I guess even mm. though immediately it became shit again, and then Casino Royale had to come out. Casino Royale is amazing. You know, the, the uh, Goldeneye and Casino Royale have the same director, and he's only made those yes. two. What a fucking god! Wait. No, wait, wait, wait. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought he directed Casino Royale and Skyfall. No, because he directed Casino Royale and Goldeneye. Uh, Skyfall was Sam Mendes. That's right. Dude, can you imagine the two ones you make are Goldeneye and Casino Royale, like the, the iconic ones? Yeah, like, that's that. You know, there is a 1967 version. Yeah, I know, Royale. but it's like a comedy, isn't it? I don't know. I wanted to watch it. And I, I was like, know. I don't think this is a Bond movie. No, it's a, it's not like a. Connery, like it's like a piece of shit. Oh damn. Yeah, but all right, Rick. Give me the big one. Lay the big one on me. What big one? Curse film franchise. Um. Well, you already said it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Why would you do uh, so you re- so you so you remember at the time, it was when I called you. I was like, "Yo, Matt, we should start up the Hollywood Bible again." Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Okay." At the end, we should recommend a film. I was like, "Yeah, it's a great idea." And the first movie you recommended was Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I do remember. Now you know how much I hate that movie. Yeah, that's pretty true. So I decided that I was going to get you back. Now, I couldn't do it the week after because we didn't want it to be superhero based. Mm-hmm. So I've decided to get you back. But it's not in the way you think. Oh. You are going to have the ability to pick your poison. Oh, my God. So we will start off with the first Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. 2004 Uh huh That is one of the options And on HBO Max They have an extended version Of that movie Oh Which Is very interesting The next movie Is Green Lantern Oh shit You can watch Green Lantern uh, so I either have to watch the extended cut. I'm not done. Oh. Um, I had this all planned out, but now as time comes, I don't know what it was. I'll cut this part out. How far? Two thirteen. Welcome back. We never left. You guys never left, but welcome back. The next movie will be. Superman 4 The Quest for Peace 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, and the last one that you have the option of picking. You know, you probably wish it was Justice League because you can make fun of it. Yeah, I would love to make fun of that movie. But it's Suicide Squad. Oh, no. Uh. So, the options you have are Fantastic Four, Green Lantern, Superman 4, or Suicide Squad. Do I have to pick right now? Yes. Oh, fuck. All right. You have... Ten seconds. Okay. Wait, 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 hang on. Can I like have a process of elimination? Like you have ten seconds. Oh, fuck, Go. Fuck. Fuck. Uh. Uh. What would be funnier? Uh. Shit. Shit. All right. Uh. Fantastic Four. Excellent. Because if you picked anything else, I was gonna pick Fantastic Four anyway. Awesome. You had no choice but to watch Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. Now, since you willingly picked Fantastic Four, you have to somehow watch the extended cut. I guess it's time to use that trial. Now, no, you don't have to use the trial. Maybe you can find it online. I don't want you to waste the trial, but if you want to, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, on Fantastic now, Four. <laughs> on Fantastic Four. Yep. And let me tell you, the original movie is an hour and 46 minutes. Okay? Yeah. The extended version, two hours, seven minutes. Jesus fucking Christ. So longer congratulations. Than, longer than my dinner with Andre. <laughs> congratulations, Matthew. You brought this on yourself. I, I guess I did. I, I, hope I, you I got my I got my comeuppance. I can't wait because I really want to watch this movie. I kind of want to watch it too. It's been a while. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a while. It has Chris Evans in it. I mean, I like Chris Evans. Oh, you're not supposed to enjoy this. I'll pick I'll pick Suicide Squad right no, now. No, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it has Jessica Alba. But, you know, the best actress of all time. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess I have to drink that poison. And you have to uh, drink every time you see the thing. <laughs> every time? <laughs> you have to take a shot every time you see the thing. Jeez, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fucking drowning and just fucking <laughs> in my own vomit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess... But, uh, hope you guys... If you guys enjoyed this was a pretty long one but like yeah. i think a good one pretty lengthy i i enjoyed it i had a good time very existential fucking, you know i thought i had the mothers. best existential uh, the biggest existential crisis during my dinner with andre but little did i know i'm about to have one right now thinking about fantastic <laughs> four 2005 four no it's 2005 right 2005 it would be pretty cool if it was in 2004. They could have done a thing with that, but they, uh, I guess they were like, mad. Fan four stick? Fan four stick in 2004 stick. I was going to pick that as one of the options, but I don't have Disney Plus and I don't want to watch that movie. Yeah, because it's fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. And bo- and it's uh, I feel like it wouldn't be fun to talk about. It's just boring. I feel like we'd only yeah. talk about the behind the scenes, really. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but- it's, uh, it's been a good podcast. Good job. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, any final words, Matthew? Hey, uh, you know, yeah, uh, no, I don't have any. Well, uh, Jorel, 
Cock shit. He, he put yeah. it. He put he put cunt right on his son's <laughs> chest. <laughs> and we're out. Goodbye. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. University of Maryland Global Campus has more than 20 years experience providing affordable online education to military service members and working adults. Offering low tuition, no-cost digital resources replacing most textbooks, scholarships for those who qualify, and more. Learn more at umgc.edu slash podcast.